The following podcast is a serialization from a live presentation on the commentary of Imam Nawawi's 40 Hadith by Hafi Sha'ban for the weekly live learning show on Inspire FM. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, Qayyum al-Samawati wal-Ardeen, Mudabbir al-Khala'ik Ajma'in Ba'is al-Rusul, Salawatuhu wa salamuhu alayhim ajma'in ila al-mukallafin li hadayatihim wa bayani shara'id-din bidala'il al-qata'iyya wa wadihat al-barahin ahmaduhu ala jami'i ni'amihi wa as'aluhu al-mazid min fadlihi wa karamihi wa ashadu an la ilaha illa Allah wahdahu la sharika lah الواحد القحار الكريم الغفار وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله وهبيبه وخليله أفضل المخلوقين المكرم بالقرآن العزيز أما بعد رب الشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل العقدة من لساني يفقه قولي رب زدني علما اللهم انفعني بما علمتني وعلمني ما ينفعني وزدني علما الحمد لله على كل حال وعوذ بالله من حال Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Welcome to uh, Friday. Welcome to the weekly live learning show every every Thursday from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. with me, Hafi Shaban, live from Inspire FM Studio 105.1 FM, and also broadcasting live to our some of our sister stations uh, nationally, and of course, as always, uh, live uh, via the, the Facebook stream. And also live via the Inspire FM app uh, across the uh, across uh, nationally. 01582481822 is the number here in the studio. 01582481822 is the number for your social uh, social media messages. Inshallah, uh, it's uh, it's great to be back in the studio at least uh, for the weekly live learning show after uh, after a short while away. Inshallah, due to travels, but back with a new series. Uh, but before I start in uh, start with the introduction to the new series, Inshallah, in Arabic earlier it was an introduction, uh, but obviously the the start by the praise of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, praising Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, and also asking Allah Subhanahu wa Taala to send His salutations upon. Uh, his messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam also asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to uh, to give us uh, knowledge which is of benefit to us uh, to teach us what will benefit us and to provide us with knowledge that will benefit us inshallah ta'ala and then also the dua of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam uh, very famous dua Allahumma inni a'uzu bika min al-arba min ilm la yanfa' wa min qalb la yakhsha' wa min nafs la tashba' wa min dua la yusma' oh Allah I verily seek refuge in you from four. I seek refuge from you from from knowledge which is of no benefit. Right? So, uh, you know, from knowledge that is of no benefit, from a heart that does not fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, from a soul that is never content, that is never satisfied, um, from a dua which is not responded to, a, a supplication that is rejected by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for protection from these four matters. After that, I uh, I, ch- I selected to choose uh, the praise of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the hamd of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, using the hamd that uh, Imam An-Nawi uses in his uh, Arba'in An-Nawi, in his Muqaddama Al-Imam An-Nawi. So that is the, uh, that is the introduction. Of Imam An-Nawawi, in uh, to his Arba'in An-Nawawi, he uses uh, this praise, uh, this uh, praise of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, and I, I chose to use the the, the words of Imam An-Nawawi uh, in his in his foreword in his uh, introduction as the opening for my show this evening because that is exactly what is going to be the subject matter of our conversation for the next few weeks, Inshallah Taala. So anyway. Uh, in in that is the praise of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala glorifying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to send his salutations and uh, and, and salams upon uh, the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and upon all of those who follow in his footsteps until yawm al qiyamah amin sama amin 
All right, uh, that gives you uh, that gives away uh, the introduction and uh, indeed the subject matter of the new series that we're going to be uh, discussing here on uh, the weekly live learning show every Thursday, inshallah. I pray that inshallah, this is going to be a beneficial for myself because first and foremost, it's a reminder for me as an individual. It's it's a reflection. For me as an individual, it's a reminder for me as an individual, first and foremost. Uh, and I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make it an asset for me in this dunya, uh, in my grave, and, and in the hereafter. Right. So first and foremost for myself, and then I also, inshallah ta'ala, make dua, that this will also be a, a pertinent reminder, a good reminder, a good reflection for our listeners, for my dear listeners, inshallah ta'ala, who will perhaps also benefit from anything that is discussed over the next over the course of the next few weeks, inshallah ta'ala. And the new series is going to be uh, a reflection on uh, the Arba'in an nawi by, by, by Imam An-Nawi, right? So that is the, the, 40, the, fam- the, the very famous collection of the 40 hadith by Imam An-Nawi. So inshallah ta'ala, over the next series of uh, weeks and, and months, we're going to be delving into these 40 hadith. In fact, it's the 42 hadith that have been compiled by Imam An-Nawi. And we're going to be going through these uh, hadiths in the Arabic. We're going to be looking at the translation. We're going to be looking at the 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 commentary, the meaning, uh, the lessons that we're going to be taking away in terms of reflecting reflecting upon ourselves, reflecting upon our society. What does it mean for me as an individual? What does it mean for us as a society? What does it mean for us as a community? Uh, you know. So we're going to be dissecting these hadiths, and we're going to be ta- we're going to be reflecting upon these hadiths, and not only understanding those hadiths, but most importantly, you know, how do we implement them in our lives as individuals, as a community, as a, as an ummah, inshallah ta'ala, right? So that's uh, that's the aim, inshallah ta'ala, of the new uh, the new Deen Intensive, you can say, the new series, inshallah ta'ala. And, 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 and just a, 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 a heads Oh, uh, a heads up, right? So, in terms of a heads up, is that inshallah ta'ala, this is going to be also the, the basis of a forthcoming course, a forthcoming course that I'm intending to inshallah ta'ala launch. Uh, so, hopefully, inshallah, in the month of November, middle of November, you know, we will be conducting a, a, a course on the study of Arba'in and Nawi, right? So, anyone who is familiar with any of the Islamic texts, right? Uh, anyone who is familiar with hadith, uh, anyone who is familiar with any scholarship or even uh, you know a very basic understanding of Islam, a study of Islam, will know Arba'in an Nawawi. So if I say to you Arba'in an Nawawi, everyone knows. You know, majority of the people will know immediately what I'm referring to when I'm talking about an Nawawi or Imam an Nawawi or Arba'in an Nawawi. Right. So these are almost synonymous. I will I will go through the. You know the distinct the, the the difference between what I'm what I'm saying in Shalat Allah, uh, but it's almost become synonymous for uh, referring to the the forty hadith of Imam An Nawawi his in his collection, right? Uh, those of you that uh, may have a question or two with regards to uh, the text uh, or the, the the book that I'm referring to or the the Sheikh that I'm referring to zero triple seven nine four eight one eight double two zero triple seven nine four eight one eight double two is the is the number that you wanna. Uh, you want to SMS me on, you want to WhatsApp me on, and I will send you a picture of the of the book that I'm referring to and that we're going to be referencing and we're going to be going through over the next few weeks as we go through these hadiths, right? So inshallah ta'ala, in today's discussion, in today's discussion, I want to cover a couple of prerequisites, right? So I want to I, I want to give you some of my reasons, personal reasons as to why I chose this as the next Deen Intensive, I want to I wanna give you some of the reasons why I chose to study uh, Arba'in An-Nawawi, what are some of my personal you know, uh, aims and objectives, what are my, some of my personal reasons. I want to introduce you to some of the sources that I'm actually currently studying, uh, some of the sources that I'm going through to try to understand uh, Arba'in An-Nawawi and the commentary on the Hadith. Uh, I want to start with giving you a first and foremost an introduction to who is Imam An-Nawawi, right? Who is Imam An-Nawawi? I think that the collection of uh, of Arba'in is very, very famous, right? So I think a lot of people will know Imam An-Nawawi, right? And, and just out of interest, right? If you're listening to me and 
you are fam- you're familiar with Imam An Nawawi. You're familiar with the works of Imam An Nawawi. You're familiar with the four Arba'in An Nawawi, or whether you are familiar with any of the other texts, right, of Imam An Nawawi. Then just send me an SMS. Send me an SMS. Send me a WhatsApp. And likewise, if you're not familiar, also you know, don't feel shy. Send in an SMS, WhatsApp. It's good to get. It's good to gauge my audience and understand where my audience lies. And of course, we're gonna have a, a, a plethora of, you know. And we're going to have a broad spectrum of uh, understanding, uh, scholarship, following of these texts of this Sheikh, inshallah ta'ala. And I'm happy to take questions from either side of the spectrum, inshallah ta'ala. But anyway, we're going we're gonna to be doing a, an introduction to who is Imam An Nawawi, a bit more than an introduction because subhanAllah, it is, it, 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 he was an incredible individual, incredible individual. And the more you study about these scholars, the more you study about the, the classical scholars, uh, the great muhaddithin, the great uh, shuyukh that, you know, that you know, they lived at the golden era of Islam, Allahu Akbar, you find a, a complete personality. You find a a 360 degree personality you don't find a 180 degree personality and, I, and, I, and I'll explain what I mean by that you don't find a secular personality you don't find a, a personality which is just uh, you know a personality that is uh, in, indulged in the, the knowledge of the deen uh, okay and re- renounce the world and you don't find a scholarship which uh, which absor- which uh, embraces the world and uh, you know and, and rejects uh, you know the text right uh, but rather Rather, you find a complete personality. The scholars were complete person, you know, people who understood Islam completely. I.e., they understood that it is a spiritual. They understood it's ideological. They understood that Islam has been sent to be implemented. They understood the political elements of it. And that is what I mean by a complete personality uh, that these scholars knew that Islam is a complete, right? And it needs to be called upon and it needs to be implemented completely too. So we're going to be discussing Imam An Nawawi. And then we'll, we'll then, I, then I'll introduce you to, you know, so, uh, you know, I'll introduce you to the book, okay, which is uh, Arba'in An Nawawi. Right, the 40 hadith uh, by Imam An Nawawi. What's so special about Imam An Nawawi's 40 hadith commentary, right? We'll also be discussing. Uh, the, the you know the the category or or the, or the almost the genre of of hadith but you know the 40 the collection of the 40s right the collection or, or, or the collection of 40 hadiths this is almost a genre within within hadith right and a lot of scholars a lot of shuyukh they they, they did their own compilation of these of, of 40 hadiths 40 hadiths pertaining to this particular subject matter or another particular subject matter the reality is a lot of you may be surprised by that because the only 40 that we 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 know and that we're familiar with is but the reality is many, many other scholars compile their own version of the 40 hadiths. What influenced them to do that? Why did they do that? What was the reasoning behind that? We will we'll discuss that slightly. And then we'll also discuss briefly why is it that Arba'in an Nawawi is at the forefront and has become almost the flagship. When we, not almost become the flagship, but it is the flagship when we're talking about the 40 hadith uh, category. And then, as I said, we'll do the introduction to the book, and then uh, eventually we'll start going into uh, the the forty hadiths or the forty-two hadiths that are compiled in Imam An Nawawi's, and then we'll go through one hadith at a time, and we'll look at the Arabic, we'll look at the meaning of the hadith, we'll look at the commentary, what the scholars said, and we'll reflect upon the lessons for myself and for yourself, inshallah. So, as you can see from that uh, brief introduction. Right from that brief introduction, Subhanallah. There's there's volumes of work that need to be covered. Volumes of work that need to be covered, right? Uh, and hence, this will be covered gradually and slowly over the the course of the next few months, Inshallah. Ta'ala. Also, what I'm expecting, uh, and what I also said earlier, is that this this series of discussions, okay, will be uh, will be translated and transformed uh, into its respective podcasts. Right, uh, maybe even uh, you know uh, videos, and inshallah ta'ala, the studio uh, Inspire FM will make the, these podcasts available, and each of them will be you know labeled and categorized accordingly, and you will be able to uh, dip in and dip out wherever you want to as we traverse across the the journey of uh, discussing, reviewing, commenting, 
and discussing Arba'in uh, and Nawawi, inshallah ta'ala. And, and maybe, inshallah ta'ala, we can also make the, 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 the Facebook streams into a series of videos, but something for us to discuss uh, with the production team and see what is feasible and what isn't feasible. And last but not least, as I said, inshallah ta'ala, wait, watch out for this space, look out for this space. Late November, middle of November, this will be translated into a, a course, inshallah ta'ala, where you will be able to physically attend uh, here in Luton, inshallah ta'ala, physically attend with a copy of Imam An Nawi, and we can actually go through it in person, inshallah ta'ala, right? So that is uh, that is the introduction, inshallah ta'ala, to, uh, uh, to, the, to the new uh, Dean Intensive. That is the introduction to the new uh, weekly live learning uh, series, inshallah ta'ala. And for those of you that are just tuning in, the new series is on the reflecting upon the 40 or uh, the Arba'in an Nawawi, the hadith, uh, uh, the 40 hadith of a uh, collection of uh, Imam an Nawawi that we're going to be traversing through over the series of the next few weeks and months, inshallah ta'ala. All right. With that, in, with that uh, opening uh, statement, inshallah ta'ala, just to remind you, you are with me, Hafi Shaban, on the weekly live learning show every, every Thursday from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m., inshallah ta'ala, uh, broadcasting live. Uh, from Luton on Inspire FM 105.1 FM, inshallah. 015824818822 is the number here in the studio, inshallah. And the number in uh, uh, for the social media messages is 0779481822, inshallah, is the number. Okay, subhanAllah. So let, let's start off by discussing uh, something very basic, uh, and that is, okay, why... Did I choose to study uh, Imam An-Nawi's Arba'in Hadith, right? So we, we all, all, always want to start with the question why. Why study uh, uh, Imam An-Nawi's Arba'in Hadith? What, what, is the, what is the reason and what is my uh, reason in particular, right? So the first re first and foremost reason, very quickly, we do anything for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, okay, to gain closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to gain His pleasure, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's, okay, and there's nothing better to study than the Qur'an, than the, the word of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, or the word of the, the Habib, uh, the Rasul, uh, the Nabi, the Abd of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So we're studying the, the sayings, the hadith of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. No better way to gain closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala than reflecting upon the hadith of the, of, of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Right. Then within the hadith text, right, within the text of hadith, you could pick up a Bukhari, you can pick up a Muslim, you can pick, pick up these huge voluminous, you know, volumes of hadith, right? Very, very complex, right? And very, very complicated, uh, requiring a, a quite, a, you know, a sound understanding of uh, uh, basic Islamic sciences before one can start to not only traverse through the text, but then to understand, right? So, in the Arba'in An-Nawi, in the Arba'in An-Nawi, what the Imam An-Nawi has done is he has put together this text of hadith and relatively easy text of hadith and is he has allowed us uh, allowed us to look at it reflect upon it and study it in a, in a very easy way in a very easy way inshallah ta'ala so it's a good introduction to hadith it's a good introduction to someone who wants to start looking at hadith start memor uh, you know start studying hadith and start memorizing hadith right and that comes on to the next point which is an objective personal objective which is also to you know ensure that at least right this might sound a bit alarming to some of uh, my listeners but you know what we should have a name as an individual we should have a name to memorize at least you know i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna put out a, a you know a threshold out there let me know what you think as as listeners you know from the quran from uh, you know when we talk about the quran and the kareem i would say at a minimum right I mean, you know, some people might criticize me for saying this, but I, I wouldn't say at a minimum, you know, all, every individual should should seek, should aim to memorize Juz Amma. You should seek to memorize Juz Amma. You shouldn't be content with the four calls, right? I mean, come on, man. I mean, we, 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 can, be, we can be far better than that. We can do far better than that, right? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay down a threshold and I'm going to say, look, all, every Muslim, right? Most of us, if not all of us, should be able to memorize Juz Amma. Right, and that should be a target for us. That just amma, let's let's put that to memory, inshallah. And you start with the the small surahs at the end. And if we really put our mind to it, 
There is no reason why we can't memorize Juz Amma. I mean, half of the Juz is just full of small surahs, right? And 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 once you start memorizing a few small surahs, it just becomes easier, uh, not any difficult, right? So why can't we put that as a name, as an individual? memorizing of Juz Amma. So Alhamdulillah, you know, at least when we go to our grave, you know, we've memorized one, you know, 30th of the Quran Al-Kareem. Right? Let me know if you think that's a realistic objective or not. In addition to that now, what I would also say is that, you know, I shouldn't be or we shouldn't be content just with the Quran. It's always been something that I've self-reflected upon, which is, yep, you know, Alhamdulillah, through the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and through the efforts of my parents, I was able to memorize the Quran at a very young age. A great, Alhamdulillah, great blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But, you know, you always feel empty without having also memorized a uh, some portion some you know element of the hadith the sayings of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam right and get set and i would say set yourself a target to say you know what well, the 40 hadith of imam an-nawi the collection of imam an-nawi and that is why i've always uh, for a long time in my life, I've, I've been attached to Arba'in al-Nawi and I've studied Arba'in al-Nawi, you know, back in the 1990s when I studied it in Syria, when I used to be in Damascus. And, you know, I've always had this affiliation with Arba'in al-Nawi. And that's what I would recommend with uh, to to most of my listeners, and especially anyone who is serious about uh, a talib al who's a talib al who who has a serious passion for studying Islam, for uh, studying the Islamic sciences, uh, then I would definitely recommend you know the study and the memorization of the Arba'in al-Nawi and understanding of the Arba'in al-Nawi as a, as a basic uh, as a basic basic requirement. So that's why. I chose to study it and I chose to reflect upon it and I chose to discuss it because whilst we're going through this journey of studying these hadiths, let's try to memorize them too. And some of these hadiths are so famous, you probably already know them. So we try to memorize it. We study it and at the gradually we also will try to memorize these hadiths. Right? And if we try to also memorize these hadiths, right? That means subhanAllah by the end of the course, by the end of the deen intensive, by the, at the end, by the end of the, the series, we would have memorized 40 hadiths. And there's a special status with regards to the one who has memorized 40 hadiths. And we're going to be discussing that inshallah ta'ala. Alright, some of the other, other reasons are... In fact, I already mentioned them. Starting point for any student of knowledge. I think I've mentioned that already. We will also look at the application to our lives and society. And I think I also referenced that. And the last point that I'm going to mention is Wallahi. And, I, and I'll tell you this honestly uh, from a personal experience. Is that I had never really looked into the life of Imam, no, Imam An-Nawi in detail. As I, had, as I have done in recent times at the, on, on the back end of... Picking up this text, picking up some of the tafsirs, picking up some of the commentaries on Imam uh, on Arba'in al-Nawi, and start looking into it. And all of the scholars, when they start, when they start discussing uh, Arba'in al-Nawi, everyone starts with Imam al-Nawi, and who is Imam al-Nawi? Who is Imam al-Nawi? And Subhanallah, this will be an excuse for you to get introduced to a, a great scholar. A great scholar. Subhanallah. May Allah have mercy upon him. And may Allah elevate his status. Wallahi, uh, you know, based upon what I've read of this, uh, the, the, these scholars and, and, and these uh, classical scholars is that they would have hated it. They would have hated it. They would have detested it for someone to sit here and talk about them as being great or a great scholar or a scholar of, of, of very profound understanding because that was the, the humbleness of them. That was, their, that was their attitude that they didn't like to be called these great titles. But wallahi, subhanallah, indeed we will see from their life that indeed they deserved these titles and they earned those titles. And it's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who has honored those uh, scholars uh, for, for all the right reasons. Alright, so these are some of the objectives of why we're going to be studying uh, Arba'in. And now we, very quickly before we go into the commercial break, I want to just tell you some of the sources right, that I'm, I'm referring to. And those of you that I can see, that can see me on, on Facebook, you will see I've got a book here, inshallah ta'ala. And this is the Sharh 
الأربعين حديث النووي أنديس التأليف أمير المؤمنين في الحديث الإمام أبي الفضل ابن حجر الأسقلاني الشافعي right so this is one of the texts that I'm I'm using and this is of course in Arabic and I'm currently studying that uh, and therefore as I study that then I share uh, some of those uh, the, my study with you uh, my listeners I'm, I'm with myself as someone who's also learning uh, also there's a fantastic fantastic book subhanallah Allah allowed me to come across this book and that is the commentary on the 40 hadith of An-Nawi by Jamaluddin uh, Zara- Zarabuzu right and and this has got this is in three volumes and subhanallah it is uh, wait for this this is it is 1500 pages long 1500 pages long and that is his commentary on the 40 hadith of imam an-nawi wow 1500 pages long three volumes right so that just gives you an an idea of the the amount of work that's uh, been covered in these 40 hadith subhanallah actually we could discuss it a lot further and we will we will discuss it a bit further we're going to go into a commercial break when we come back into a commercial break i'll finish off the sources so those of you that are interested know what we're referring to uh, and then we'll go straight into who is imam annawi and an introduction to imam annawi inshallah ta'ala for the for the last half of today's show inshallah all right you're with me hafi shaban on the, on the weekly live learning show every thursday 7 p.m to 8 p.m on inspire fm 105.1 fm 0777 we are going to go into a commercial break we'll be back uh when we're back we will continue with our conversation on arba'in annawi and an introduction to who is imam annawi don't go away stay tuned and do get the message out to others, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. You're listening to an Inspire FM podcast, making available our popular programs from our daily broadcast on Inspire FM. Alhamdulillah, salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back to uh, the weekly live learning show with me, Hafi Shaban, on, one, uh, on Inspire FM, on a 5.1 FM, inshallah, every Thursday, 7 p.m. to 8 p.m., 0158248822. 0779481822 is the number here in the studio, inshallah. All right, so we've uh, kicked start. Uh, we've kicked off uh, the our our journey, inshallah Taala. If Allah Subhanahu wa Taala wills uh, to traverse to study uh, and to reflect upon the Arba'in and Nawi of uh, of Imam An Nawi, inshallah Taala. In the first half of the show, I just intru- did a, a brief introduction, uh, some of the, my personal objectives uh, and some of my personal reasons as to choosing this text uh, for the study for the next few weeks, inshallah Taala. Also, I introduced you to some of the the sources that I'll be using uh, to go through to uh, as we as we comment and as we study and as we reflect upon this text. Inshallah, I was discussing the Sharh, the explanation by Imam Hajar Al Asqalani uh, Al Shafi'i. I also then mentioned about the commentary on the forty hadith of An-Nawi by Jamaluddin uh, Zarabuzu who's done a huge work, amount of work on the commentary and, and his comments uh, you know totaling 1500 pages so we're going to be referencing that we're also going to be referring to a PhD by Dr. Jamal Ahmed Badi uh, and his commentary on uh, the, uh, the, uh, the 40 and An-Nawi there's a master thesis on An-Nawi by Ahmed Al-Haddad Al-Imam An-Nawi Nawi fil hadith al-ulumiya by Dar al-Bashair al-Islamiya 1992 so that's another uh, text that we'll be referencing inshallah ta'ala and then there's also a number of other scholars who have uh, you know who have all contributed towards the discussion uh, and who have also who have all given their their thoughts uh, and their opinions on uh, not only Imam An-Nawi but also the 40 hadith uh, that have been compiled in this text that we're referring to inshallah so hopefully that's gonna give you plenty of information and as i said this information will be available for those of you that want to follow online inshallah too right so that's the sources that we're going to be referring to i, I want to move straight into you know a, a, a quick introduction to who is imam an-nawi right who is imam an-nawi 
right? And subhanallah, like I said, subhanallah, uh, is probably a lot of us haven't really taken much time in reflecting upon who is Imam Bukhari, who is, uh, you know, Ahmed bin Hanbal, who is, you know, Imam Shafi'i, who is Imam An-Nawi, who is uh, uh, Imam Ghazali, who is uh, Ibn Al-Hajr Al-Asqalani, who, you know, the, uh, these are our Imams, and, and I have to put my hands up, right? Uh, uh, you know, and one of the reasons why I try to, you know, you know, come up with these series and, and try to, you know, attend to some of these, uh, op- uh, you know, uh, 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 opportunities to actually discuss and engage with some of these studies is because then it actually reverse engineer also it actually forces me to go away and study some of these lives some study some of these te- texts in the detail then i'm able to actually have a conversation around these right and subhanallah a lot of us otherwise would not be we would be ignorant to the reality of these huge personalities in islam right as as for example the sahaba radiallahu anhum We should be familiar with these huge personalities of Islam, right? So this is a, a, a reminder for myself and for myself to really start familiarizing ourselves. You know, we've said it a million and one times. You know, come, uh, the come in terms of the, the, some of the personalities. Then a lot of us are familiar with these personalities, but when it comes to our shaykh, our scholars, then we are not familiar with the, with these personalities, right? Inshallah. So anyway, Imam Imam Annawi. Who is Imam Annawi? Imam Annawi. I mean, he had, he had uh, uh, multiple titles that were afforded to him by the scholars, uh, but his full name was Abu Zakaria Yahya Ibn uh, uh, Ibn Sharaf Annawi. Right? Ibn Sh- uh, Abu Zakaria Yahya Ibn Sharaf Annawi. Okay. Popularly, of course, popularly known as Imam Annawi or Annawi. I mean, what are the, some of the titles that were afforded to him, for example, he was Muhyiddin. Uh, they would refer to him as Muhyiddin. Of course, he was a Hafiz. He was an Imam. Uh, this was his laqab. And, and his laqab was Annawi. Uh, or rather, uh, and, and Kunya was Abu Zakaria, right? So, I mean, this is all, those of you familiar with Arabic would know what I'm referring to. Muhyiddin, I mean, even though Allahu Akbar, if you read his commentary, he detested being called Muhyiddin because Muhyiddin is quite a heavy title, right? It is someone who is the reviver of the deen, right? Someone who is reviving the deen of Islam, right? So he didn't like that title to uh, to be called the Muhyiddin. But subhanAllah, indeed, the scholars refer to him as, as Muhyiddin. And uh, apart from that, I, I know we is of course uh, it may not be uh, actually of course because m- many people will probably not know but Annawi comes from the fact that he was actually born in a, in a town or in a pl- or in, in Sham in Syria by the name of Noah Noah right so therefore he's Noah i.e. he's a Nawawi i.e. he's someone who is from Noah born in 631 to 676 uh, right so which is the 7th century 631 to 676 which means 600 years or 631 years to be precise after the hijrah of the messenger of allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam so you can see early on in the history of islam in the christian era we were talking about 1234 so 1234 just for those of you that want to get that into put that into perspective right so to with 2019 that's 1234 make the calculation uh, for yourself but anyway born in damascus or near damascus in syria a shafi'i a jurist a hadith scholar uh, and subhanallah an incredible 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 imam Incredible Imam, and I'm going to tell you why. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not just going to say it without backing it up, and then you will begin to understand and appreciate yourself. I mean, his works, right, which we're going to be discuss, which we're going to be discussing, were absolutely incredible. But he was known as the scholar of his time, and and this is all going to be fascinating when I, when I give you the facts, right? But anyway, he was the Imam of the Shafi'i school. He was a scholar of his time, and you know he was known for his taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, his abstinence and, and uh, being a hadith, a hafiz, not a hafiz of Quran, but a hafiz, a, a hadith master, right? And hafiz in the text, in, in, in the 
in the context of a hadith, is a completely different meaning, right? A biographer and, and a writer, uh, you know, qadi, uh, you know, and 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 a faqih, and uh, if not, you know, mujtahid, you know, when it comes to jurisprudence, right? Uh, but the, all the amazing thing is, right, is that Subhanallah, incredible, absolutely incredible, that Imam and Nawi actually passed away when he was what forty-four or forty-five years of age. Allahu Akbar. I mean, whilst I'm sitting here, let me let you into a secret. I mean, I'm 46 years of age, subhanAllah. I don't normally make this public, but you know, I thought I'll make it public today. Uh, just so that you can understand the con- the context, right? That Imam An-Nawi, he passed away at the age of 44. 44. And I'm making it public, I'm 46. Allahu Akbar. So I have lived two more years already than Imam An Nawi, and the feat that Imam An Nawi achieved at the age of forty-four before he passed away was well, absolutely incredible. Subhanallah. I mean, let me let me give you an example why I'm saying this, right? I mean, Subhanallah. I'm I'm jumping here, but I mean, forty-four, right? And how many books do you think he authored? How many books do you think he authored in a, a life of 44 or 45 years? Now, he didn't start writing when he was born, right? So you can't start writing when you were born. So what? let's say he started writing when he was 10 or he was 11 or he was 12. And look at our 10 years old today. Do you think they can write books like that? Allahu Akbar. He, it, it is known by uh, the scholars say at least he wrote 50 books. At least he wrote 50 books on Islamic sciences, Islamic studies and other topics. 50 books. Allahu Akbar. I mean, imagine that. So if he started writing at a tender age of 10, right? And he lived up to the year of 45. That means within a period of 35 years, right? He wrote 50 books. Allahu Akbar. And these books are not small books. And we're going we're gonna to discuss them in, in, in a short while. And it's not something that you can just make from the top of your mind. You, know, you, can, you can write fiction, right? You can, just be, you, you can just be an individual who's very creative, who, 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 who can think out of the box, uh, who's got a great imagination. You can sit there and you can just concoct, you know, any wild imagination, imaginative stories. And, and you can just put them together and you can write a story. And you might say, well, that feel is possible. You can write a book a year. Right, some of the best writers may be writing, producing a book a year, and, and even then you got to look at the quality and the caliber uh, as opposed to the quantity. But uh, but Imam Anoui, he wasn't writing from you know from the top of his head. He's not writing fiction. He's not making this up, right? He is actually writing on the back end, and this is a lot lot more difficult. He's actually writing on the back end of study. He has to study. He's, uh, you know, he's studying. He's studying with shiuch. He's attending lectures, right? And then on the back end of that, he's understanding. He has, he has to digest. He has to then make his own notes. And then on the back end of that, he has to write. Allahu Akbar. You would almost say, I mean, take a, an average. If you know someone in your family, your extended family, in the community who's a talib al-ilm, who's a student of knowledge, then you will know that probably at the age of about 16, 17, if he's very lucky, uh, a bit younger, but otherwise 16, 17, 18 you go away and you start studying Arabic and you start studying the hifaz of the Quran and you start studying Hadith and you probably need at least good 10 years of scholarship, right, of study before you're able to put some you know, decent, you know, uh, books together, right, or start writing something, and even then it's no guarantee, right, so that takes you to the age of about, what, 25 to late 20s somewhere, before you're, 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 produ- you're, you're capable of producing books, and in, in fact, in fact, I, I'm sure a lot of you will probably be critical and say, nope, you got to have a lot more study, a lot more scholarship before you're able to produce anything which is of quantity, uh, sorry, of quality, right? And anything that's really going to be recognize, uh, recognizable amongst the, the scholars, right? So, so normally people, when they're producing these books, they're in their 40s, right? They're in their late 30s, 40s, after, you know, 15, 20 years of study, and then they're able to compile. But Imam Shaf, Imam Anawi here, subhanAllah, at the age of 44, passes away, and at the time of his passing away, he had already put together and authored almost 50 plus books and these books were absolute you know they were they were uh, absolute classics they were absolute you know masterpieces in their own areas to such an extent 
to such an extent that within a short period of time he began to be recognized as a sheikh he became he, he, he the you know, people began to recognize him as an authority very very early in his life people began to recognize him as an authority and we will discuss that in fact i have it right here that you know Subhanallah, right here that Allahu Akbar uh, it said, uh, in fact, it made him one of the greatest scholars of his time in about 10 years. Within 10 years, he was considered as one of the greatest scholars uh, in his time, right? And at the age of 24, he was already teaching. Allahu Akbar, he was teaching at the age of 24. At the age of 24, we st we've started our studies, right? We've just gained consciousness. We've just we've just matured in this society, right? Uh, you might say, talk about yourself. But I mean, this is a reality. Allahu Akbar, if, if people are maturing and, 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 and you know, are conscious, and, and uh, you know, making sense out of life and, and, and know what they need to be doing uh, at an age uh, earlier than Alhamdulillah, it's a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But that's the reality. We need a good few years of, you know, almost uh, misguidance before we become guided. Astaghfirullah, right? May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guide us all. But anyway, with regards to Imam An-Nawi, it, it, it was well documented, right? Well documented, Subhanallah, he was an expert in his uh, in in his area, right? And that is not because of uh, any special, you know, coming from a specialist background. In fact, if you look at the the family background, they say that the family of Imam An Nawawi wasn't well known at all. It wasn't well known. No, neither there's very little mention, if anything at all, with regards to his father, grandfather, his other relatives. Very modest family, not known for producing great scholars. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, He guides who He wills, right? Uh, but they say his father had a very strong reputation for being very pious and God-fearing. The youth of Imam Nawawi. I mean, when I came across this, I thought, you know what? I should tell this to my son. I should read this to my children. Uh, Yahya and Nawawi. They they say about him uh, his author, the authors about him say he was not attracted to sports or playing, right? He was just simply not interested in playing. Indeed, the other children, right, right, from an early age, he turned his attention to studies, right, and he hated any activity that would take him away from memorizing the Quran. Allahu Akbar. He hated anything that would take him away from the Quran. This is a child. Right, and let me cite this example to you. On one occasion, children, it said, you know, his friends, children, they forced him to play with him, and he started to cry because at that time, he because he considered it time that he was wasting, and he wanted to go and study Quran and study, you know, text and and, and just learn. Allahu Akbar. I mean, this is this is absolutely incredible. And and of course the environment, the atmosphere, the society that of course he was born into plays a large role, and we'll be discussing that inshallah ta'ala. But I have got about ten minutes left, so I want to finish off my introduction to Imam and Nawi to you, so you can really start to appreciate why I feel that Allahu Akbar. This is an Imam that we need to be studying, we need to understand, and we need to understand his text inshallah ta'ala. So he was a hafiz of the Quran at a very young age. Like I said, he was wasn't from a a, a family of, of scholars and therefore but he himself you know had a thirst for uh, for, 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 for knowledge and for studying so he was uh, taken to Damascus at a young age uh, in fact at the age of 18 right uh, his father took him to uh, there and he enrolled in, into a number of madrasas there and started to study at, at the hands of a number of different scholars and Imam Annawi he relates this himself uh, and then you know his pursuit for uh, scholarships started in Damascus right and Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar now reflect upon this at one point in time it is mentioned that he was attending 12 lectures a day 12 lectures a day and Allahu Akbar you know what I was discussing university with someone a few days ago 12 lectures a day Allahu Akbar and I was telling him that if you go and study an art subject at university maybe you might have 15 hours of lectures a week 15 to 20 hours of lectures a week probably less right things might have changed in my time when I studied Arabic and politics and Islamic studies in university we were having about 13 14 maybe 15 hours of lectures a week Right, so those are the lectures that you're given, and then you're expected to go and you know have another 15 hours of uh, study at home, right? So maybe 30 hours in, in, in combined. Imam An Nawawi, 
he was attending 12 lectures a day. Now, anyone, right, and this is Arabic and language, hadith, fiqh, Islamic legal theory, etc., etc. Anyone who has studied, anyone who has studied knows if you're attending lectures, it's, it's, it's all well and good you're attending lectures, but that you almost have to put in the equal amount of time out of the lectures, if not more time, to be able to digest, to be able to understand, to be able to apply, to be able to take away and form your own notes and form your own thoughts and opinions and so on and so forth. So if he's attending 12 lectures a day, how much time is he spending in his personal time, in his private time, reflecting upon the information, reflecting upon the lecture, reflecting upon the lectures, the material that is covered with the shaykh, Allahu Akbar. In his own words, in the words of Imam Nawi, he says, I used to attend 12 lectures a day. Right, and then I, I, and, and he says, I spent, and Imam Nawi, he says, these are his words, I spent two years. Listen to this. I spent about two years without lying on the ground to sleep on my side. Allahu Akbar. I spent two years without lying down on the floor to sleep on my side. Right? That is, he would always study and he would always write until sleep would eventually overtake him whilst he is whilst he's in a sitting posture re revising reviewing writing or studying allahu akbar that that is just an incredible absolutely incredible feat some people may say it's impossible some people may say you know you may criticize it you may say what you like this is the people around imam annawi this is imam annawi in his own words saying 12 lectures a day and for two years, I didn't even lie down. I just slept. Slept. Sl sleep overcame me whilst I would study. And then I would just wake up again, do wudu, and continue to study. Allahu Akbar. Now, when you reflect upon it, now reflect upon it. Now you can understand why these people, Allahu Akbar, produce the material that they produce. Wallahi, is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I mean, if you think about it, 12 hours of lectures a day, he needs equal amount of time to reflect upon all of those lectures, right? On top of that, he needs to eat. On top of that, he needs to do, you know, he needs to pray. On top of that, you know, you might want to, you know, you got five obligatory prayers. From a scholar of this time, you would expect Qiyamul Layl, you would be expecting so many other things. Allahu Akbar. This shows you how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blesses and graces such an individual Allah blessed his time and Allah gave him the ability to complete what other would take as double what others would take as double and that is why he became uh, one of the greatest scholars of his time within a period of 10 years and at the age of 24 he was lecturing and he's teaching Allahu Akbar he's teaching right Allahu Akbar that is just a small insight into this huge huge you know um individual you know and i'm very conscious of uh, the fact that if you know th these scholars they would hate me you know would hate it for me to be referring to, to them as these huge individuals but allahu akbar they were huge personalities they were huge uh, scholars of their time that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless and that's why you know what did i say earlier born in 1250 1234 1234 right and it's 2019 and we're discussing this individual we're discussing this sheikh we're discussing this imam we're discussing his writing why are we discussing it hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years later it is because of their personality it is because of the marks that they left in history it is because what they produced their scholarship they say their their leadership their direction the light that they gave this ummah right and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala honored them and raised their status such that we are still discussing them today right so that was his education uh, in terms of uh, a, a slight insight right a slight insight into the education of imam and now we and like i said subhanallah you know his his study was incredible his life was even more incredible very very simple i mean allahu akbar i mean something for me to reflect upon and be embarrassed by uh, some narrations state that all the clothing that he possessed was a turban and a long gown no desire of this dunya no desire of the pleasures of this dunya and, and he did he didn't even end up marrying he didn't even end up marrying like ibn taymiyyah like sayyid Qutb, because he was so absorbed by his by his studies and his uh, and and his uh, and, and his scholarship 
that he didn't even find the time to marry. In fact, there's, there's different narrations with regards to that, uh, but we'll discuss that at a, a later time. And also his health wasn't exactly uh, fantastic and there's a reason why, or there's multiple reasons why are given with regards to the health of Imam An-Nawi. Uh, and then there's of course his, his scholarly uh, contribution and his legacy that we still need to continue to discuss and his writings that we need to continue to discuss. So subhanAllah, you know what, I thought that I'm going to be able to cover all of this uh, in, in, in the first uh, series today. But I'm wrong. Uh, I'm already running out of time, inshallah ta'ala, and I've got a couple of minutes remaining. Uh, so it's just enough time to say that we are discussing uh, the great scholar Imam An-Nawawi. Uh, and inshallah ta'ala, over the next couple of weeks, we're going to be discussing his great works, or in particular his great work, uh, the Arba'in An-Nawawi, the, the 40 hadith of Imam An-Nawawi. And we're going to be going through those, inshallah ta'ala. Uh, my aim is, inshallah ta'ala, over the next few weeks to, uh, with, the, with the help of the producers, Inspire them to turn these into uh, these shows into podcasts and, and if possible into videos. So different snippets, inshallah ta'ala, so that you can actually go through uh, any particular snippet. And you know whether you want to go into hadith one or hadith ten or hadith fifteen, uh, and then you'll be able to watch that video and, and listen to that particular podcast uh, on on that hadith. At the moment, in today's first podcast and the first class that we've had today, we've we've looked at. Uh, some of the reasons why we want to study uh, Arba'in and Nawi, some of the reasons why we should be studying it, what are some of the sources that are really categorized and, and put together a great explanation on the 40 hadith of Imam and Nawi. So it's not something that I'm making from top of my mind or my own personal commentary. It is actually reflecting upon and discussing the commentary that other scholars have, have provided and, and, and produced on Imam and Nawi. And then we've started to look at who is Imam An-Nawi. Who is Imam An-Nawi? And we have, con- we have to conclude that, inshallah. We have to conclude that because I'm going to run out of time very shortly. Next week, inshallah, ta'ala, when we will continue, uh, a second part of the, uh, the introduction will be, uh, let's continue with Imam An-Nawi and look at the legacy of Imam An-Nawi, look at his scholarship of Imam An-Nawi, look at uh, his writing output that he has contributed to this ummah with, inshallah, ta'ala, we'll do that. And then we'll start looking at the 40 hadith collection, the category of 40 hadith, uh, what, and we'll look at Imam An-Nawi's 40 hadith commentary, we'll have an introduction to the book, and then we finally start going going through the hadith of Imam Manawi. Right, just a reminder, you are with me, Hafi Shaban, on the weekly live learning show every Thursday from 7pm to 8pm, inshallah, on Inspire FM. We are now going through a new series on Imam Anawi's Arba'in hadith, inshallah, ta'ala, and we'll be continuing that over the next over the series of the next few weeks, inshallah. Ta'ala. Do join us, send me your thoughts, send me your comments, send me your questions, your suggestions, your thoughts and reflections upon Imam Anawi, Arba'in Anawi, on 01582481822 or 0779. Four eight one eight double two. Inshallah, Taala. Until next week. Uh, remember me in your du'as. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Why not tune in to our live stream at inspirefm.org and follow and subscribe to our social media platforms at inspirefmluton.